front, but Bondi locked down, about to throw down the challenge. Waiting on the outer Zadar Orlando, Kingmaker, JOK, and Cash and Flow to the outsiders. Bondi locked down, really serves it up to Firefox. They're in the straight. Third quarter, 27 5. Coming at them, Kingmaker, JOK, and old Cash and Flow's running a bit of a race. The leader is Bondi locked down. He gets to work, McCarthy. There's a wall chasing, getting out of Zadar Orlando, but in front, close to home, Bondi locked down, and Bondi lockdown wins it. Bondi yeah, lockdown. terrific race, isn't it? Been angled tomorrow night. We spoke about earlier in the week with Bondi lockdown and also a better zip it as well. And Chris, even though the margin wasn't huge there, um, a lot of merit in that given first up and had to do a fair bit of work. Good morning. Yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is going to be a good race tomorrow night in Sydney between two really good horses. Bondi lockdown, better zip it, better zip it coming off that victory in the Nullarbor over in the west of Gloucester Park. And both of these horses, Steve, are bound for our carnival coming up in July. So there's a lot to look forward to with this race. And we'll talk with Jared Daffy very shortly to see which way the money's going, which way punters are sort of leaning at this point. So that's going to be all important. But it's a big weekend, Steve, tonight, later this afternoon, in fact, over in Auckland in the North Island of New Zealand. The Auckland Cup is set to take place. So there's a strong Queensland viewpoint for that race. They've got the, uh, the Trotters Derby, again, a big race for Queensland to watch because we've got that new race, the Great Square. There's a couple of other nice races on that card. So all in all, I think this weekend, again, it's going to be uh, all eyes on on Queensland as far as which way some of these horses are likely to go. Jared Daffy is with us now, Chris. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. How's the week been? Uh, rather hectic. Obviously, we're in full swing uh, with the racing carnival. The Greyhound Carnival's underway. We've got all of these harness races and sport state of origin next Wednesday, so there's plenty on. Yeah, absolutely, down in Adelaide, game one. OK, well, let's just talk about these Auckland races because they come through a little bit later this afternoon. The Auckland Cup, uh, 6.49 start time for this race. Field of nine. Uh, several here are being considered for Queensland. Current favourite, self-assured, 2.20. Copy that, $3. Then we've got a cooter at $6, $8.50 for both Old Town Road and Tango. Any sort of lead at this point? No, it's rather strange. This Normally these races that we bet on New Zealand, uh, in New Zealand, there's a move or two in the first 24 hours. Well, this one's been up for two days and the market is exactly uh, as you just described it then from when it opened, self-assured, barrier one, $2.20, copy that, $3 and a cooter at $6. So no movement. Okay, what about the big road cup for the other uh, trotters? Two mile stand start feature. Clear favourite here, Muscle Mountain 140. So, is there any punters out there that are thinking he's a nice little anchor for our uh, multi across the weekend? Yes, uh, 150 opened quickly into 145, spent 36 hours at 145, and this morning updates at $1.40. So, money to win, but also quite popular through the multis, as you pointed out. Okay, the Great Northern Derby is race number six for the Trotters. And with the Great Square being staged for the first time in our carnival in July, there's several that are being considered here. Confessional, the favourite, a runaway winner last week. He's at $2, trained by the master Paul Mann. Uh, we've got 420 for Love Me Too. That's Graham Rogerson's young Trotter. Uh, we've got $6 about Walking on Sunshine, a winner of the Oak. So she's aiming for the big double. Sunny Sister at 9.50, and then we're getting out for longer odds. So is there any sort of move here? There is. Now, when the market went up a couple of days ago, Love Me Too, Barrier 1, was 4.80 into or 4.20. Hadn't done much with that favourite, uh, confessional number 9, but this morning, 2.20, 2.15, 
Now $2, so a pretty decent move on race day for the fave there, number nine, Confessional. Okay, so that's over in Auckland. Let's go to the other side of the uh, the globe now. We'll go to Perth. They've got a couple of features there. Race five, this is the Group 3 Pearl Classic for the three-year-olds. Never-ending is a clear favourite here. He's unbeaten. He's the reigning Australian two-year-old of the year. Two runs back, victorious on both occasions. So a great combination. Justin Prentice, Gary Hall Jr., $1.45. And he's a clear favourite. Uh, we've got uh, Soradere at seven fifty, and hotly pursued seven fifty. But it's all about never ending. It is open at one fifty five. Uh, actually, it was into one thirty five yesterday morning, but just back out to one forty five now. And that's been on the back of some sort of support for hotly pursued number twelve, which was nineteen dollars twelve. And then this morning, updates at $7.50. So that's been a pretty decent move there. Outside of that duo, um, Chris, there's absolutely no interest in anything else. Okay, here's another one for the multiplayers across the weekend. Ray 6, Ray Duffy Memorial, Shockwave, brilliant first up. This looks easier. He's $1.25, uh, Armour Einstein, 480, Hampton and Banner, 850. Is it all about Shockwave? Yeah, look, it is. Um, he's unmoved at the 125. Just a very little bit of interest in number two, Hampton Banner, which has been 10 into 8.50. The rest are pretty much as they were when that market opened. But, yeah, they, they, there's no movement one way or the other with Shockwave. So I guess what that says is the $1.25 is roughly around about what it should be. So I wouldn't expect a terrible lot better come that race tonight. OK, so two shorties there and their two features, but two very good horses. Menangle tomorrow night, Jared, we've got... The Tab Championship final, this is the state final. We've seen all the, the regional finals over the past week. Uh, the final here, Gordon's Bay, 2.30. Brooklyn Bridge, he's at $3. Uh, and then away from that, we're going out to longer odds. So it's a two-horse race, according to the market. It is now uh, pretty important scratching here from the initial market. He ain't faking number four was a $6.50 pop. So those two faves sort of shorten as a result of that one going out. Probably the biggest move of the duo has been Brooklyn Bridge. Now, it was four forty, three twenty. dollars 3 now, $3. And the other one, Gordon's Bay, well, it just shortened because of that deduction, uh, $2.70 into $2.30. If you're looking to take um, first fours, trifectas, etc., there has been some sort of uh, specking for number nine, Oratorio, uh, Oratoria, uh, which has been 19 into 12 But in summing up, Brooklyn Bridge, clearly the best back of those two faves, number two. Okay, so Brooklyn Bridge. Disappointing is with the he ain't faking that scratching there uh, because Chris Frisbee said he actually broke down in that uh, Western final at Bathurst and right. uh, it was touch and go whether they were going to save him or not, but he has been saved because he was getting set for this race and then he was coming up for our carnival. But, uh, he's going to be out of action for quite some time, which is disappointing. The free-for-all tomorrow night at Menangle. This is the race that we were talking about earlier, Steve and I. Mm. Bondi Lockdown, better zip at the XC10 each of two, so they can't be split. Everything else is a double-figure odds, so it's a race in two here, and we're splitting hairs by the look of it. I can't help. When when this market first went up and I saw the two ten each of two, and I thought, oh, well, for sure and certain, they'll latch onto one, and it'll toughen up, and the other one will get out. They've been two ten each of two for 48 hours, so... Uh, there's no real rush for either. Obviously, there's nothing for anything else either. So it looks like one of the duo will probably win, Chris. But I'm of really no help to you at the moment if you're looking for a, uh, for a money lead at least. Mm. So you couldn't even tell me who's going to start favourite come jump time tomorrow night. Just 
just guessing, um, I'd say Bondi lockdown, you know, the McCarthy factor, and he's probably got a, a bit bigger profile and better zip it at the moment. That, that's only a guess, though. It wouldn't surprise either way. Yeah, it's going to be a good race, no question about it. Melton tomorrow night, their feature race is race five. This is the Bull David Freefall, and it's a good field as well. Uh, we've got the favourite, he's a son of a gun, 240. Uh, others in commission here, we've got 480 about just a little sip. Maybe he could be Brisbane bound for the carnival. Uh, $6 Supreme Dominator, 650 like a wildfire. Perfect stride, $11. And then we're getting out to Cosimo, 14. But he's a son of a gun, 240. This is another one of those ones where the initial market can be a little bit um, hard to follow. Now, initially, just a little slip was 550 into 480, so still 480. There was a bit of specking for number two here, Crime Rider. 34 into 21. Hadn't done anything with the favourite until last night. It uh, was $2.80 unmoved, but this morning updates at $2.40. So, you know, the serious money is arriving for that one now. So it, it's the obvious pick with just a little bit of speaking for those other two early on in the market. Okay, race six at Albion Park tomorrow night. Stand start, final lead up really for next week's Flashing Red, named in honour of the, uh, the great champion, the two-time New Zealand Cup winner. Rock bottom 19, aphorism 26, Targaryen 11, feeling for a rainbow 51, despondent 34, put our prince 13 back in 2026, uh, Governor Jujon 16, Colt 31, $7, Pete said so 5, Black Sedans 290, Northview Hustler 17, Mac Da Vinci 11, Big Wheels 13. And they latched onto one here. Not really, uh, and that's interesting in itself because normally with these stand starts anywhere, Chris, they soon sort them out pretty early when the market goes up. But there's been a little bit of support for a couple of roughies. Number 12, Northview Hustler. There always is for Northview Hustler. 23 into 17, 13, Mac Da Vinci, 12 into 11. And, uh, well, Colt 31 has been 8 into 7. Outside of that, Black Sedance, 280 out to 290. Pete said so has been around about that $5 mark. So... Unfortunately, I can't really give you a lead there at the moment, only to suggest with the specking for those three horses, it looks like maybe some of those betting early think the fave might be a bit of a risk at the short price. So you might be able to do better, Blacks of Dance, if you fancy mm. it. Yeah, it looks a really tough race, that one. Okay. What do you think? Uh, now, as we... Um, I thought Blacks of Dance, but I'm not, I'm not prepared to sort of bet because I, I just... You know, big field, yeah. stand, start. Too hard. So, yeah, I'll keep the powder dry. So, uh, now, as we know, because um, there's been um, uh, plenty of coverage about Just Believe over in Sweden, the elite lock on Sunday night, he's in heat one, he's drawn out. He's at $71. So, Tab have had these markets up for a couple of days now, Jared. The favourite for that first heat is number one, Don Fanucci Zep. He's at $2. Dexter Dunn is driving in this first heat. He's on number three, stole the show. $15 chance, but just with Just Believe, is there any sort of interest uh, with the with the price there for this heat on Sunday? Oh, I think mainly because um, he's Australian and he's over there and he's getting so much media coverage. Uh, looks like the form experts say he's got no hope at all, but uh, at $71 it doesn't cost much to find out, does it? That pole marker, Don Finucci Zet, it's been easily the best back to win the, the final itself. Uh, but oddly enough, a little bit of an ease in in the in the heat on Sunday night. It's the first heat, dollar ninety out to two dollars. Just looking if they've backed anything. No, they haven't really. Uh, haven't really backed anything else. So that's the first heat. The second heat. I'll just have a look at what we've done there. And um, 
Uh, no, that favourite, Sam Matur, which was the second pick uh, to win the final. It's been 240 out to 250. Bit of interest in number seven there, Vivid Wise As, at $17. So, yeah, there's going to be big coverage on Sky Channel. I see Luke Humphreys is over there um, calling the races. Uh, it's got to be your turn next year, surely, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's going to be happening, but... Um... Anyway, yeah, that's Sunday night. So late Sunday night, those races coming through from uh, Solvala. Uh, so they're coming through at 11.28, 11.55 approximately. But uh, if you're tuning into Sky, you'll be able to get all of that coverage over there. Mm. Build us a multi for the weekend, Jared. Well, uh, we're going to kick off with two at Alexandra Park today. Uh, that being race six, number nine, confessional. And race seven, number four, Muscle Mountain. So they're $2 and $1.40 respectively. Uh, we'll keep going with the Friday night theme and go across to Gloucester Park, race five, number eight, never ending, which is currently a dollar forty five. And we will finish it off with um Menangle tomorrow night, race five, number two, Brooklyn Bridge, which as I said has been four forty into th- uh, three dollars at the moment. Okay, so that's confessional muscle mountain. That's at Alexandra Park tonight. Later tonight, or that's later this afternoon, later tonight over in Perth at Gloucester Park, never-ending, and we'll finish off the multi with Brooklyn Bridge at uh, Menangle in that Tab Regional State Final. The State Final, not the Regional Final, the State Final. So that's Brooklyn Bridge there, race five, number two. Jared, as always, job well done. We'll chat uh, again next week. Can we get a little start at Albion Park this afternoon? I think we'll be patient. Last race, I think this is the perfect race for, for race 10, number nine, uh, Red Right Hand. He's a former Kiwi. He's had the three runs. The, the two first up seconds were excellent against good quality horses. And then last time out, he chased home the best horse in the country and leaped the fame and, and did a really good job because he was involved in an early speed battle and then stuck on really well. The times were just amazing. This is surely his race today. So race 10, number nine, Red Right Hand. That's our best go. Gee, they haven't missed it. Four eighty it opened. It was the third pick. It's now two dollars thirty. Mm. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he starts a bit shorter come jump time as well. Okay, okay. So two thirty might be the value. Sounds like a plan. So that'll do us. So we All can right. play that into those two horses in Alexandra Park and then Perth tonight. That's it. Perfect, Jared. Thanks for the time. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Chris. There's Jared Daffy from Tab. You can check out all of those prices right now. Professional punters, form analyst Chris is Ryan Spice. He's a regular on Friday and he's online with us now. And he was in form last week as well, Steve. He found uh, two horses at Menangle. The best bet, Julie saluted. And then he said the rough. He ran third and paid a nice little divvy there for the play. So he's in form. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, listeners. Are we going back to Sydney tomorrow night, Menangle? Can you split these two horses in the free-for-all for us? Because the market says they can't be split. Two ten each of two, Bondi lockdown and better zip it. No, Chris, no opinion there. I can't really split them. Uh, strong hands for both stables. And they're both very short in the market. So, yeah, no, too hard for me. Okay, no play there. Where do we find your best bet this weekend? Uh, Chris, I like one at Menangle and one at Albion Park to uh, give a push for it. Down in Sydney in race four, the Tab Regional Championship Consolation, over 2,300. I'm keen on number one, Saint Crusader. Blake Hughes takes the drive for trainer Clayton Harmy. He's got a really good record at the trip. Seven starts for two wins and four placings. He had no luck in his Hunter final, but he streamed home from the tail after running slick time and winning his heat. I think he looks the likely leader here. 
think if Blake Hughes can ex- execute the drive, he'll go very, very close. Without a doubt, Soho Rhapsody is going to be the likely favourite and it's flying, but she looks well found at even money at the moment. Okay, so St. Crusade at race four, number one, 480, $1.70 the place with tab fixed prices right now. So that's Sydney tomorrow night. What have you come up with in Brisbane tomorrow night at the creek? Chris, race three, number two, Roxwell Diamonds. This fella has been a highly consistent type, but his last two starts, he looks like he's really got back to his best form. Justin Elkins takes the drive for trainer Brian McCall. Uh, last start, sat three pegs, hit the line strongly, really closed out well. I think on Saturday night, he will zip over and then probably take the sit on so extra. If there's some solid tempo, I can see that he'll get his chance to go close. Um, I think he'll come up quite short in early market, so it'll pay to, to wait for a drift. Okay, so that's race three, number two, Rocks or Diamond. So... Essentially, both of those horses are each way odds and we can back them both and hopefully get a good result. So that's race four, number one, St. Crusader at Menangle and at Albion Park, race three, number two, Rocks or Diamonds. They're the two plays for you this weekend. Perfect, Chris. I really think Rocks or Diamonds can't miss the place, so even taking the place double would be a great bet. All right, excellent. Hey, Ryan, as always, really appreciate the time. Let's hope the good form continues. Thanks, mate. There's Ryan Spice joining us. So they're the two for Ryan this weekend. Race four, number one, St. Crusader in Sydney. In Brisbane, it's race three, number two, Roxor Diamond. Speaking of Brisbane, Albion Park, Edgar Patterson from the Albion Park Harness Racing is now joining us. Edgar, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are we? Very well. No shortage of horses. 11 races again this Saturday night. We've got 11 again on Tuesday, 10 today, so there's no shortage. So what have you found at this meeting tomorrow night? Yeah, it's another exciting Saturday night. Um, look, my best bet is going to come in the form of some moment somewhere in race number two, um, trained by Shannon Price, Adam Sanderson to do the driving. Um, obviously ran fourth behind Speak the Truth at Menangle two starts ago um, and then ran fourth sitting parked out over the two 100 metres a couple of weeks ago. He's had a slight freshen up. He's a strong lad. Um, I think he may be able to eyeball uh, American Outlaw. I think he might have to sit in the breeze. That is the uh, one red flag. But I think he's a tough fella, and I think over the mile, he might be able to just get supremacy in the straight. Should be a good good battle. Okay, so that's race two. He's number six, isn't he, uh, some moment somewhere? Yeah, 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 number six. Yeah. All right, so race two, number six, your best bet. But you'll have more coming up on the social uh, platforms tomorrow? Yep, yep, they will be on the Facebook and Instagram um, and potentially Twitter, if I remember. <laughs> All right, so that's Albion Park tomorrow night. Leave us a, with a winner for New Zealand tonight. Auckland Cup night, Alexandra Park. Where can we get a uh, an early dollar tonight? Yeah, some cracking little races there. Um, I'm actually going to go in race number four, Mr. President. Um, he's well-bred, he's a brick and farms horse He's been going well And he was viciously attacked throughout the race last start And um, did run home well I think he's drawn barrier two tonight And I think he's got a lot of gate speed So over the mile there If he can lead him up Being in front um, at Alex Park is definitely where you want to be um, And he seems to have a bit of ability So yeah, race number four, number two, Mr. President Okay, with tab fixed prices right now, $5 the win, $2 the place. So uh, a nice price for that horse tonight, race four, number two. And just on that meeting, and our, 
our carnival, which is uh, looming. There's plenty of eyes on that uh, meeting tonight because there's several over there with connections eyeing off the, the Queensland carnival. So we'll, we'll watch these races very closely. Yes, well, it's an exciting race, the old Auckland Cup. Obviously, over the three 200 metres, um, certainly no rest for the wicked. Um, I'm self-assured off barrier one. I just can't go past him. Um, and there's also a wee bit of a, a bit of a spook going around about the big Lebowski, Tony Hurley here. I think he's driven about six or five winners in the Auckland Cup, and he's on board that one for Ray Green. Obviously, he was racing down on Wyndham in some uh, low-rated races, and then came out at Al- uh, Alex Park last week and absolutely spanked them. So it's a massive step up, but um, yeah, he's a big old strong horse, and I guess his potential was untapped. But yeah, I'm definitely in the camp of self-assured. Okay, so that's race eight, number one. And that uh, start time, as I mentioned earlier, 6.49 for the Auckland Cup. Hey, Edgar, as always, appreciate the time. And uh, we'll be checking out the uh, other social uh, uh, media platforms tomorrow to get all your tips for tomorrow night's card. Yes, indeed. And make sure you head along to the Creek's website um, and get your Winter Carnival tickets. Uh, There's a wee little microsite on the tabs there. You've just got to... Click through and, and book your spot because we're, we're getting closer. We're heating up for the uh, constellations, aren't we, Chris? Yeah, indeed we are. We'll see you trackside later today. Yes, mate. See you and uh, see you, everyone. Tomorrow night. So there's Edgar Patterson joining us from the Albion Park Harness Racing Club. Darren Clayton now joins us to go through his thoughts for tomorrow night. Darren, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. How are you this morning? Really well, as I just mentioned, no shortage of races. 10 today, we've got 11 tomorrow night again. I think that's the third or fourth week in a row, our Saturday night card with 11, and there's 11 again here on Tuesday. Yeah, it's um, certainly keeping me busy and throw in a, a sneaky little nine racer at Marburg on Sunday as well. Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on tomorrow night's meeting? Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of depth in the meeting and it, uh, it, it's shaping up that uh, discretionary handicap that's... Of, that's pretty much done my head in trying to sort them out, full field, capacity field. Um, I will say that it could uh, be an interesting early start. You've got 14 runners, capacity field, seven off the front line, seven off the second line or off the 10 metres. So um, whoever can get away cleanly, let's hope that there's sort of nothing wants to, to sort of swing sideways or, or go up in the air at the start because it'll be nice and condensed and uh, that'll certainly set it up for... Uh, something if it can get away cleanly if there's any action in behind which way are you leaning in that race because it does look really open yeah it certainly does I've put Blacks a dance on top but I I can't uh, the current tab price I think he's around about the $2.90 mark Um, there's no way I could be betting into that at um, that price with the size of the field especially when it's you know, he's not really a stand-start horse either. Um, he's had the three starts. He's placed on one occasion, but it's probably not his ideal setup. So, um, from a from a punting perspective, I wouldn't want to be on him. But I do make him the top selection. Um, I guess you look at a horse like Colt Thirty One. Even like his first up effort was was super in midweek company. It's a step up to Saturday night grade here, but um, brings winning form. He'll be fitter for that run. Um, you know, he's safe from the tapes, as we've seen, so he's certainly going to be thereabouts. Off the front line, um, one at, a, at big odds, a horse like Feeling for a Rainbow, he's he's generally pretty good from the tapes. He was a winner under these conditions uh, four starts back. Um, 
just a longer trip might just find him out a bit. But if, like I said, if if you know the start has a bit of um, bit of crowding, a bit of cramping, and he can jump cleanly, which he can tend to do, and get out uh, away from that action, he'd be one I'd be looking at as a as a place proposition. Currently, ten dollars fixed price the place. So. Um, if I was having a little little sneaky wager on that race at this point, that would be the way that I'd be looking at because outside of that, your your win odds on some of the others are probably a bit skinny for the what can possibly transpire in that race. Okay, uh, I've got to ask. Uh, we see the Group One winning mare return tomorrow night. Talent despair. She's coming off a really impressive recent trial. She lines up in a mare's quality tomorrow night and she's drawn gate five. It's a mile, which is her favourite trip. Are you yay or nay with talent to spare fresh up? Yeah, I'm yay. Um, it'll actually work out. It'll be 12 months exactly since her last run. She last went around on a Friday, which was the 27th of May. Um, she was beaten on that occasion. She led them up. So she's had that 12-month break. That trial was, I thought, really good to see from her. Didn't beat sort of too much in the trial but just the way she finished it off and um, the fact of of where she started and how she sort of zipped around them put a space on them so uh, I'm a yay but it, it's a race that's got plenty of speed in it so um, Trent Dawson might just need to really uh, push the button early to really zip across otherwise he might just get uh, he might get left parked out Okay. Uh, speaking of a few of these late races, uh, I'm surprised they're so deep in the program. Race nine, this is a good contest here. Tim's a trooper, classy Washington off that really good run against Leap to Fame, and then you've got Danger Zone. So that's going to be a good race, race nine. Yeah, it sure is. And um, like you mentioned, so Tim's a trooper and classy Washington. Classy Washington was second. Tim's a trooper was third in that race behind Leap to Fame. So... Uh, Tim's a trooper. He's been in the shadow of his more illustrious stablemate in recent times, and um, he's only he's had the five starts this season. He's yet to get a get a win on the board, but I think he can do it this week purely off the gate. He's got although he's not a horse that's sort of super fast out, and we saw uh, last time what Classy Washington did a, a really neat piece of driving from Angus Garrard to to get forward, make leap to fame, work, and then get the trail on him, and that was pretty much the difference between. Uh, him probably finishing out of the money or, or finishing second, and he was able to finish second on that occasion. So, um, you know, he might sort of take an early look there. Um, I've got Tim's a trooper on top, classy Washington. Uh, I, I guess the other fly in the ointment, probably in the centre there, um, Eagle Commander for Nathan Hurst, comes up from Bathurst, and he's a horse that can really get out of the gate. So, um, you know, if, if he pushes the button early and gets up in amongst it, could be a few early fireworks there and danger zone. Um, he's probably in danger of being buried in the run, so um, might be another tough night for him after he looked to get every hope last week but couldn't see it out. And then another visitor in the shape of Freddie Singh comes up with, with pretty good form for Ricky Alchin. He's got two Menangle wins in his past four starts, so but no favours from there out in gate 12. Okay. What about race 10, the three-year-old race? Uh, RD's flash comes up with gate one. He's here for the derby coming across from New Zealand. How short do you think he'll be? Yeah, I, I think he'll probably be around about the $1.60 mark. It, it is a pretty strong um, three-year-old race, that one. Only the eight runners, but there's plenty of quality across the board. And um, Yeah, I, I think around about that that mark but off his first up effort he wasn't overextended he did it well within himself and pulled away at the end um 
Queenslander. He'll be better suited back to the mile. He went around at the 2100 midweek, wasn't too far away. Um, then you've got Free Thinker. Um, he, re- he resumes all back to Albion Park after um, he was a trot rods winner a couple of runs back. And then uh, last time out, he took on that Breeders' Classic there last week where he led them up but uh, just couldn't hold on as Regazzo Daitilli sprinted home to win. So uh, he's drawn a little bit wide. We see the return of cheerleader and another Ricky Elchin runner is the query runner, I think, in Van Basten. Four, uh, four wins from just six starts. Last start winner at Shepparton. So um, not sure whether maybe he went to Shepparton to, to pick up a Vic Bread bonus or or what the exact reasons were there that he, he darted down for a hit-run mission to Shepparton. But he comes up to Queensland now with uh, wins at his past three starts, so he draws to probably get a perfect trip on the back of RD's flash. So uh, if there's too much pressure there, um, he could be the, the one to take the closing shot. And, of course, Apollo Dreams, he's going super as well. Mm, it's a good race, deep race, that race, race number 10. And the last trot... Um... This, this is a good quality race. Adele backs up after going down last week behind Call Me Trouble. Mobile start mile. So they should run a little bit of time as well. Yeah, I think they will. And I think the, the big difference in this race will be uh, Red Harbour getting back to mobile conditions. He's been um, pretty... His runs in his past couple up here in Queensland have been super, but he's been making a mess of the start. So he gets back to mobile conditions. He was a winner over the mobile mile at Menangle at his first start in Australia. That was back in mid-April. Um, huge winner on that occasion. Won by probably 25 metres or more and run really slick time on that occasion. So he gets back to mobile conditions. So if he fires out, um, could just set up a, a good bit of early tempo and um, call me trouble. I'd like to see him if they can just drive him Get him close enough, but really just save him up for one sprint. He looks he looks a trotter that's got a really strong um, sprint on him when saved. Sugar and Spice, she's been going super. So, like you say, Chris, uh, a couple of races there that are really strong races, but they're buried away at the back end of the card. So, um, But across the board, pretty strong night tomorrow night there at Albion Park. And um, Future Assured, he'll line up in the first race. Mm. It's before, before 5 o'clock. No favours from gate seven, but, geez, off, off the back of his first up run, be keen to see what they can do from gate seven. Yeah, absolutely. Just a quick question. At this time of the year, with the carnival looming and we're getting stronger and stronger trot rate, why is it always the last? Yeah, I, was, I wish I could answer that to you. I'm sure uh, I have know previously that it was always about turnover and... Um, the trotting races didn't used to produce the greatest turnover, but I think you've only got to look at the shift in the growth of the trotter in Queensland. Yeah. Perhaps they need to, to revisit that because that's as good a race as there is there tomorrow night, that trot, just with the, the form that some of those trotters are in and and just the overall depth of it as well. You, you throw in the visitor as well, Gunner, like he's a... He's got good credentials down at Menangle and um, he's previously done well up here in Queensland. So, you know, they're really starting to, to strengthen up. But, yeah, I guess could be one of those things turnover. But, yeah, it's I always like betting into the trotting races. So um, always makes it a tough night for me having to stay up to the last, as it, as it mm. will do for the... For the trotters and uh, the trainers and drivers of the of the trot, because they're always got to hang around. 
Mm. You could easily swap races seven and eleven around, like the consolation. That could go as the last and give the uh, the trotters a bit of a prime time look. So it just seems uh, odd that it's always the last race. Where do we find your best bet tomorrow night? Well, it's interesting you just mentioned race seven, Chris, because that's where it comes up, and <laughs> I'm really keen on the chances of Chainlink. Um, he's a horse that doesn't really sort of. He seems to be always thereabouts, but sort of um, just in behind him. Albion Park's probably not his happiest hunting ground of late or probably throughout his career, but I really think he finds conditions to suit there tomorrow night. He's a good gate speed horse when they let him slide early um, and, and I can see from there, from gate three, he can get to the front over the mile. I think he gets his opportunity there tomorrow night. Race seven, horse three, chain link. Okay, so race seven, number three, your best bet. The dashboard, is that available now with the RQ website? Uh, it's just in the process of being tidied up, but it will be available on the RQ website with all the information there with driver to follow, um, uh, best bet and best exotic and quaddy numbers, early quaddy and late quaddy, so that won't be too far away, just tidying it up now. So, yeah, head to the Racing Queensland website uh, and that will be available there. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot and I'm going to keep asking this question each and every Friday as we draw closer to the constellations. But across the weekend, what is the one horse that you're most looking forward to watching? Not necessarily to bet on, but if it, it is a horse that you're keen to have a wager on, by all means. But what's the one horse you're most keen to watch this weekend with a view to the carnival features coming up? Yeah, it'll be in race five. It's horse eight, Lose Dream. I think this guy can potentially shape up as a derby prospect. He's had four starts since he's arrived in Queensland. He's won all four of those. Um, he's done it chasing. He's done it in front. And tomorrow night is probably a really good test for him. He steps up to a 70, a, a rating final of 70. These races have been really strong um, since they've been introduced into the programming. And he gets no favours from gate eight. So... Um, might get tucked away three back. So I'll be really keen to see what he can do there. These are races that always generate good tempo. Tomorrow night, we've got the likes of Bangkok DJ, who's possibly pushing towards a slot in the Hayden if someone's opting to pick He's got him. it. He's got it? Yeah. There we go. So um, so he's got a Hayden slot. So um, we get to see him. Heston Zoolander is a speed machine. We saw him go around on the trot rods on, uh, on Wednesday night. He's two for his past two. Um, you know, and that's a strong race. Jack Wally probably fires out and sets some early tempo. So, yeah, lose dream for me just to see where, um, if he really is a derby prospect, if he can measure up. Okay, so that's race five, number eight for you. And yeah, Shane Fraser confirmed yesterday that uh, he has uh, struck a deal. So he's got gate seven for the Hayden race coming up on the uh, the second night of the Albion Park Carnival. It's July 15 for memory. So we look forward to that. Darren, as always, appreciate your time and thoughts. We'll check out the dashboard via the RQ website. We'll, uh, we'll chat again next Wednesday. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, Chris.